Before today's episode, I wish to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations, and recognise their continued connection to the beautiful land and sea. I'd also like to pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging, and I extend this acknowledgement to the traditional owners of the land my listeners are on. Welcome to Ritual the Podcast, your cottage in the woods, a sacred space for the witches, the healers, the magical folk to meet and speak of wisdom, witchery and old world magic, where people come to learn, to hear stories, to share secrets and to be free to be their true selves. Welcome to Ritual. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Ritual. I'm Amy Harvey, and once again, I am joined by the amazingly wonderful in every way, Patrick Harvey. (laughs) Why is that funny? Well, for those of you who have just joined us, which is pretty much everyone, um, we had some technical issues, and I'm not going to call it an argument. I'm going to call it a really heated discussion, a debate. I'd, let's call yeah, let's call it a, a little chat with a little bit of pepper. It was a bit salty. It was a wee bit spicy. It's um, mercury retrograde at its finest. Yeah, that's what mm. it is. But tonight is a very well, it's tonight right now as we record this. Yeah. It is a very special episode because we have special guests with us. We do. That you can't see or hear, but they're here. They're here. Um, we have got my amazing Patreon peeps. Mm-hmm here watching the show live so they get to see the things that you won't ever see or hear because we'll cut them out because they we don't want you to see it we don't want you to see they can see much of 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 our life and it's also a special episode because tonight is a sarwin special um of spooky stories so they get to experience the creepiness Hmm. with us um our house is particularly dark oh my god i thought i saw a bloody person there see it's already started it's already started it's the wee candle thing no do you know what it's this it's like the banister i thought it was a person do you know what though right you know they say whenever there's like spirits around or poltergeist that there's a foul smell our dog audrey's right behind us and i think she's just here to set the mood she is the demon because I for Something a very small is dog being ex- exercise. Ex- she makes a big exercised. Ex- Something ex- has been anyway. Exercised. That's not good. <laughs> um, but today, tonight, tonight, this afternoon, whenever this you're afternoon, listening, whenever we have. are going to be doing spooky stories once more because you guys liked them so much last Sarwan. I think we did it, wasn't it? Surely we did, we've done. T- no, just one spooky. Have I? Um, but you guys really liked it. Oh, um, and we're going to do it again. But mm-hmm. this time we are doing it on possessions. I'm not like, you know, having a boat or a car or that sort of possession, you know. No. Having possessions. What? We're talking about like something taking over your body and scary things happen. Possession. Mm. Now, not like eBay possessions. I have today, I was doing my research and I 
something about possessions, it just makes me feel so uncomfortable. And I can't say that it would make anybody feel comfortable because it's a horrible thing. But for some reason, this in particular, it just like gets right into the scary part of my brain. And it makes me feel really uneasy. And I don't know what it is. Like you, I always see like my TikTok feed, you know how sometimes it just, it tells you who you are at that at time. So mine's always like murder. Mm. Now it's like cottagey, witchy mm. stuff. Thank God. It's like, oh, I'm sandwiches. Getting a lot of, I'm getting a lot of sandwiches. I'm getting a lot of sandwiches, which I'm not complaining about. That's bad. That's good. <laughs> I'm getting a lot of um, like people who murder their families. And I'm like. Oh. Is this thing on mine? <laughs> awesome. It's, um, not, it's not, it's not like that. It's, um, we should probably cut that bit out. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> no, I'm getting a lot of sandwiches as well. Um, and, uh, I do, I have been getting a fair bit of, um, conspiracy theories. I'm getting a lot of I'm like, getting them alien well. UFOs. I always get a lot of like Egypt and what are the pyramids? Um, uh, and then stuff that, you know, we can't talk about in front of the kids. What? Stuff that I shouldn't talk about in front of you. What is it? Stuff. It's, I'm not going to tell you anymore. Why? It's not allowed. There's people I, watching me. I get, so I sometimes get, go in the little like thing of demonic possession. And <laughs> just like yesterday, whenever you cracked it. <laughs> when I was like, what am I, demonic possession? No, I feel like um, even if I listen to it, that alone will be enough to become possessed. But have you ever read the comments? People say, I don't claim, I claim none of this. Uh, and they like, they're shoot, like almost shooting it away. Like, uh, you know, fairly staunch Christians are saying, I claim none of this in the name of Holy Jesus. I'm going to, I would like to like bookmark that comment. Well, because I have something to say about that when we start talking about it. You want to so talk just, about it now? No, because it's part of my story. But I just feel like because it's so it's so strong and it can happen so, I guess, easily, I'm just scared that, like, by listening to it, you're, like, subconsciously giving it permission to take over you. So literally any time anything to do with demonic possession comes on my, like, TikTok or anything, I just immediately skip past because I'm like, not today, demons. But I'm going to say holy. Have you been doing your protection? Oh, don't do protect. I always forget. But also, I, I think, like, the people who wrote it, the people who made it, the people who, you know, wrote books about it, are they possessed? And they've done years of research. True. It's true. But either way, it makes me feel very uncomfortable. So today when I was researching my story, I, and you were out, so I was just with Poet, and I was freaking out hardcore. Like I was looking over my shoulder every 20 seconds. I felt so uncomfortable, and I feel like tonight will probably be one of those, like the most uncomfortable episode for me because I just oh, wow. can't deal. I can't deal with it. It freaks me out so much, and even the thought of going downstairs to our to go to bed later, I'm going to have to make you escort me down there because for sure there's something waiting. That's a fairly regular occurrence anyway. It is. If I if we go downstairs and the front door is unlocked, I make Patty go down and make sure there's not a murder in the cupboard. I've got a big, I got a hurley stick down there. And for those of you who don't know what a hurley stick is, it's like. Like a hockey stick, but kind Irish. Of, but it's an Irish sport. And I've also got a Viking axe. <laughs> yeah. I've got, I've got the, um, the Ragnar Lothbrook, um, 
replica axe. It's it'd do some damage. So I I I go in there and, and make sure there's nothing. There's not never anything in there ever. No. And I do a full show and everything like the leaping around, rolling around I'll on let matches. You do it and I wait. <laughs> yeah. Although at one point Amy came up and she went, "The door's open." I'm like, "What oh do you mean?" It's like. It's it like was, the doors. The front door was wide actually, open. Actually open. That was. So and then she scary. said, "Can you come down?" And I went, "Fuck that!" No, I did. I went down. No, it was fine. Anyway, the, so, it, the, at the worst, it would have been a fox. Oh, that would have been so cute. Yeah, because they go. <laughs> they make really scary noises. Have I've you seen heard videos of no midnight nice ones. No, they don't. They literally. Have you not? You've watched Yona. Yona Yintin is who we're doing. Yintin. That. They sound like someone is being murdered. No, they no. Do. Whenever they're really being cute, though. Whenever they're being cute noises. Well, obviously, if they're being cute, no, not scary. Be cute. Let me say. But what? I, I think that in general, foxes make scary noises. If any Patreon people know, let me know if you know what I'm talking about. But... Hold on. Hold on. Oh my god, look how happy he looked. He's excited. <laughs> He's so He's excited. Oh, it's no, not all bad. Talks, but I, I'm pretty sure in, in like the wild they sound like no, there was a video titled Scurry Fox Noise, but I wrote scurry, I wrote cute fox noise. Oh uh, well, <laughs> come on then. Mm. So anyway, we're talking about possessions. Right. Um not like eBay possessions, so. So you have a story, don't you? I got a couple. You have a couple. I have a main one, and then I have just like this interesting thing that I read. So maybe I'll start with you that because we bookmarked it. Do the do the main one. So <clears throat> this is not the scary one. The scary one is next one for me. But I was reading about demonic possession, and I was reading about this guy who was a psychologist. Now I'm just going to quickly say I haven't written anything down, so I don't know who is what his name is. I don't know when this was said. I don't know anything except that I'm just telling you the short version of the story. Strap in. <laughs> I'm probably going to. This is going to be a classic. This one. I'm probably going to. So there's this it. guy, and he lived somewhere. Actually, and it was don't like know. it was like a roundabout between. 1850 and like today you know what i actually and think i still have it on my phone so i think he was a psychologist he knew did he know a psychologist no he was a psychologist no he wasn't but he, he was a psychologist he was one i don't know i don't know his remember. name is richard gallagher thank you very much okay and this was in the 1980s where mm, <laughs> he he studied at yale Ooh. which is in america i know that because i watch gossip girl and Blair really wanted to go to Yale. <laughs> what did she get into? Nowhere. Huh. She got into college. College. Uh, I think I remember that. Yeah. Um, what's her face? Serena got in. Right. That's I had a fight about it. She paid. Anyway, we're not talking about Gossip Girl. Would no. happily talk about it. But we'll we're do not an, here a, an extra episode on. on Bonus episode. episode. On Gossip Girl. Anyway, so this dude, Richard, was a psychologist. And he um, was very like anti-magic, anti-paranormal, anti-like anything a bit woo-woo. And he was contacted by a renowned exorcist who had been like 
certified by the Pope. And I don't know, know if that's a thing, but he was like the a world, the most like renowned exorcist in the world. So I can I just say there is actually what was established an exorcism council. So there's around about 250 people at the at the point that I was researching anyway. There's like 250 people that are signed, like are actually able to perform exorcists at any one time. And they're a part of this mm. like word yeah, yeah. exorcism fraternity. Well, that's what this dude was basically like the head of that. Like head he hunting. was like the dude to get rid of demons if mm-hmm. you're going to get someone. And anyway, so he called on this psychologist and he was like, I want you to work alongside me because I want you to help distinguish the difference between someone who has a severe mental illness and someone who is actually possessed. Hmm. And he was like, I don't believe that that's a thing. And I don't believe in woo-woo, magic, paranormal stuff. So I don't really think I'm needed. And he goes, that's why I want you because I want somebody who's not so open to it so that you won't just jump at the chance to say, yeah, they're possessed by a demon. I want someone who would take convincing and to really look at it from that kind of like, yeah, debunking Ghostbusters eye, Ghost Hunter's eye, sorry. So anyway, he said that as he worked um, alongside this exorcist, I assume he's a priest if he's an exorcist. Surely he would have to be a priest? No. No? Wouldn't he have to be a holy person, though? He's a priest. He's a priest. No, but there was one I read where they said, and then they had all these exorcisms, and then they called someone from the Catholic Church. Or maybe because it was a Lutheran person. Um, So anyway, he worked alongside him, and he said he has never experienced so many bizarre and insane and really intense situations and he is 100% convinced Mm. that demonic possession is a thing and he has um he has what diagnosed it like multiple multiple times and he said there was one um woman in particular she was does she have a name uh lucky I just happened to have this still up here um her name was Virginia McMartin and she 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 was a witch um apparent allegedly he said of course she was because she dressed in black and wore dark makeup and I went mm, doesn't make her a witch anyway, yeah right. that's a different argument she could have just been on her way back from a funeral but she he said she was like one of the most baffling cases he's ever had because um, she would she knew things about people that mm. no one knew. Mm. And and it's like not just like I know what you had for breakfast, like she knew just by looking at someone, their deepest fear, like the thing that really unhinged them. And she would like spit this information out and she would make people flip out mm. because she had this like, yeah, really crazy knowledge of stuff they didn't want people to know and she would also be able to tell you how people died Mm. who she had never met so he was sitting with her and she started talking about his mother and how she died from this rare form of cervical cancer and she had this happen to her and this happened to her and he felt so rattled by her and uncomfortable and then she started speaking fluently in Latin 
but then she switched to four other languages that didn't weren't even like established languages but fluent you mean like dead languages like ones that no one had even heard of um and but like full on like she was just like talking like I'm talking now and he said and then she would be able to like do things with such strength that and she was like meant to be quite like a frail person Mm. like she was very sick so very skinny um but she had this strength where she could literally just throw something against um like across the room Mm. and He's like, I. this is no, in no way could you label that a mental illness thing. He's like, there was no doubt in my mind (laughs) it was a demonic possession. And so I think um, like having someone like him, why are you laughing? (laughs) He's crazy strong. It's like she's mad. She's crazy, but she's also really strong. So she's crazy strong. (laughs) Anyway. So anyway, he goes on to talk about how, yeah, he worked with this exorcist and whatever. And then they were saying how there's like 400 um, certified exorcist people in America and how it's what? (laughs) What What are you doing? You spoke about that for about a minute at the start. I'm not finished. And I said it was like 250. Well, they said, do you want, I'm telling my story, all right? Like it's new information. So there's this, there's these people and they are allowed to perform them. But there's hundreds more in this one than what there is in the one that Patty mentioned. You know what? I'm so not in the mood for you. I'm going to find it right now. You said it was like you. it was like there was the first time anyone had heard that. I'm not saying it's the first time. I'm just saying what's in my story. Oh my god! See now you're. Is wasting. this the short story? Yes. What's the long one? <laughs> you're so annoying tonight. You're so annoying. No, <laughs> <laughs> what? I can't find. I'm not wasting everyone's time. No, the not point more is, of it. I'm actually still talking. <laughs> All right. My God. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway. Anywho's. And apparently, um, the need for like an exorcism, like a genuine exorcism, has doubled. Um, Since COVID. Probably <laughs> no, like nearly every year it doubles. Yeah. Um, and that yeah, there's well, they say there's like 400 of these exorcist people out there. Well, they obviously did a recruitment drive, correct? The need after <laughs> COVID, <laughs> anyway. I think it's very it's funny that, um, like going back to what you said about TikTok and there all these like Christians are like, that's not real, this is blah blah blah, whatever, 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 and yet, what. Isn't that what you were saying? Like they wrote on those. Um... No, they're saying I don't claim any of this energy as in like, I don't want any of this. As in they're saying, I don't claim any of this. This not as in. Like I don't welcome it. As in they're trying to protect themselves. Uh, from us. I thought you meant they didn't believe it. No, I'm saying, no, of course they believe it. Um, it's, it's, they were saying that like, I claim none of this and Lord Jesus help me. Um, so it's like, they're basically <laughs> saying what you were saying. They're watching it. They're feeling like it's going to creep up. Oh, them. So they're saying, right. I, claim, I don't claim this. I just think it's really funny how 
it's like there's so much like spirituality connected with it in the Catholic Church mm. or in Christian Christianity. He's having a dream. Who? Norman. Oh, it's Norman. The Norman's dog. Gone. <laughs> um, I've lost my train of thought now. That then, and then you're saying that there's people who poo-poo the idea. Yeah, but right. there's like so much demand for it, and it's such a spiritual thing as well. Um, but, that, but that's like anything, though. That's like. Look at someone going, I believe in someone going, I believe in God and he made the earth and then he did everything in seven days. And then on Sunday he rested. So that's why we have Sundays and we relax on Sundays. And then you go, did you know that there was a spaceship in the sky? And people go, fuck off. That's ridiculous. You can't, you can't have one without the other. It's kind of like we were talking the other day about someone who is a witch um, but also doesn't believe in manifestation and says it's absolute rubbish. And you go, but, but it's all, it's all part of, um, you it's know, like trying same, to same, but different you're really. working with energy and, um, it's, it's just, yeah, I, I think you can't have one without the other. If you're going to believe in something that, you know, to someone who believes in literally nothing yeah. seems far-fetched. Then it's like you, that a Christian would look at a book of shadows and go, that's rubbish. But my Bible's got all the like totally, totally. But that's, I mean, that's just conditioned to like mm-hmm. what you've been taught. Like, this is it. This is the only one. And someone actually saw this argument the other day with this guy, these, these, um, atheists on a, a podcast. And, um, this guy phones up and he says, you know, you guys, oh, you're going to, what, what, what if you die? You know, you're going to go to hell. And like, and, you know, I'm, I'm, our, my Lord, Jesus, Savior, he's going to save me and I'm going to go to heaven. And when you get up there, you're not going to get into heaven. And he goes, yeah, but what if you're wrong and it's Vishnu? And he went, what do you mean? What? And he went, what if it's Allah? And he's like, you're not getting in either. I'm pissed. Like, you know, there's, what is it, 3,000 gods that are recognized? Mm-hmm. What is it about? Why is your God the only Why is, yeah. So you can't, you can't have one, you can't believe in one and go, yeah, God's God. He's, he's brilliant. Um, but like an elephant with all these arms, nah, that's, that's ridiculous. ridiculous. It's just, it's, you can't do that. You can't do that. That's why it's good to have tons of them. Why not? Why not? Um, anyways, so that was my mini story. Sorry, it wasn't mini enough for you. Quite long. <laughs> Please tell me your mini story. I don't have minis. I've got two mid-sized ones. All right, go. Am I doing one? Okay. Yes. Okay, everyone. Shut up. Okay. Um, this is uh, the story of a young man called Ronald Doe, and it was um, a bit of a pseudonym for him. So I'm just going to read it now. So don't be, I didn't memorize it. Um, I have notes though. Um, Amy didn't have notes. I've got. In 1949, a series of unexplained events uh, involving a 14 year old boy from Maryland uh, known as. Maryland. Mer- Maryland. We always have this conversation. Maryland. 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 <laughs> he was from Maryland. Under and he was known under the pseudonym of Ronald Doe. Rondo. Uh, Why? A lot of these people work have pseudonyms. A lot of these Why? people have because I, either they families have changed their names or because a lot of the stories were. I don't know if you especially look back at some of the ones, even one of the other ones I've got, some of the information is conflicting, like it's different. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the name he was known as. Mm-hmm. So 
the Dole family initially dismissed any any form of um, weirdness. So what happened was there was a lot of strange sounds uh, coming from the walls and the ceilings. And they sort of put it down. Can I stop you for two seconds? If you look in the window, it looks like two eyes are staring at us and they're glowing. Can you see that? (laughs) One of them's blinking. I think it's our shadows, babe. Oh. No. Debunked. Sorry. Um, Continue. Thank you. Uh, So... They were hearing a lot of scratching and uh, in the walls and in the ceilings, and they put it down to rats, and they called out exterminators. This is in 1949, sorry. Um, and they didn't find any evidence of rats or any sort of inf- infestation. So the noises continued and continued, and and then they sort of said that they started to see things, um, like there was, and see and hear other things. So there was unexplained footsteps. Um, there was movement of the furniture and the dishes. And then there was the violent shaking of their teenage son's bed. Um, the activity seemed to focus around Roland. Um, and it even followed him whenever he stayed with neighbors. So it went with him. Um, they say that his auntie, who was a bit of a spiritualist, who he was doing Ouija boards with, um, may have been a part of it because she passed away just before all this activity kicked off. Who was it? Sorry. His auntie. Mm. So they went to a a Washington DC based Lutheran minister who recommended that they say a Catholic priest. He went, fuck this. I'm not doing it. Go see the other guy. Um, The priest said that. Yeah. I was just making that up. It's just. What? You think the priest actually went, fuck, I'm not doing that. I didn't go and see the Catholic guy. I'm not your man. What you said was word for word. <laughs> the priest, the Lutheran priest said, go and see the Catholic guy. So they went and got Father so E. He didn't swear. No. Uh, he went <laughs> away off. Uh, Father E. Albert Hughes. And he attempted to exercise Roland, but he was unsuccessful. Um, he allegedly broke off uh, a piece of the mattress spring and he attacked the priest and he slit his wrists or his arm. And after they failed the exorcism, the family traveled into Missouri to visit relatives, hoping to escape whatever was troubling them. So whenever they were in Missouri, the behavior became like really erratic. Um, and it led to the family seeking the help of several Jesuit priests, including Father William Bowden, Bowden, let's go with that. Father Walter Halloran and Reverend William Van Roo. Sounds fun. <laughs> hey, it's Mr. Van Roo. <laughs> hey, kids, it's me, Mr. Van Roo. Oh, it's Reverend. Reverend Van Roo. He sounds like a character out of Pluto. Re- Reverend Van Roo. <laughs> it was so Reverend like Van Roo. Scooby Doo speaking. Hi, Reverend Van Roo. The priests <laughs> conducted a series of exorcisms over several weeks. Um, with that would have been intense, and you know, there's obviously there's lots of cases of people dying during exercise because they don't feed them, they don't give them water because they say the devil feeds on the food that they're giving them. So they, so people have starved to to death Mm. during exorcisms. Um, and he, they said that he appeared to be behave normally during the day, but then at nighttime he'd just go back to being, you know, creepy, a bizarre freakazoid. Um. 
the get this the priests claimed that they could see words and images appearing on his body in the form of spontaneous scratches leading them to believe that he was actually possessed by a demonic entity shit um so obviously exorcisms are pretty risky business and uh it didn't go without its consequences because Roland allegedly broke Father O'Halloran's nose during one of the rituals. However, uh, the exorcisms continued night after night after night <clears throat> until April 18th, 1949, when suddenly he just appeared to be cured. Um, the family went back to Maryland, Mer- Maryland. Mer- where they lived. They went back where they lived. And Roland, uh, he went on to lead a fairly quiet life after that. Um, free of whatever had happened um, it got pretty big media coverage and it inspired William Peter Blatty to write his blockbuster novel The Exorcist oh the movie in 1971 um, the novel was later adapted into a critically acclaimed movie which further cemented the story's place in popular culture so a lot of people dismiss this kind of stuff as, as hoaxes or, or you know hysteria but people that's a pretty that's pretty like a big dedication to stick to your story night after night after night yeah i think i'm pretty sure and i I did read a number of stories um in preparation for 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 this episode but um there was a number that claimed that we inspired the story from the exorcist there was obviously the remember the haunt the exorcism of emily rose emily rose so that was taken from a, a legitimate girl as well but if this is the case there was another one that inspired the exorcist where it was either roland and i was left out of this wasn't it but the exorcist was a girl it was it was either this one though or there was a young girl in south africa who uh levitated off the ground um as well but um that is the story of roland I wonder what happened. Like, I wonder. He had a quiet life. No, no, no. I wonder why all of a sudden he was better. Like, I wonder if it found a new host and kind of like jumped ship. So, because I would be interested to see if anyone in that area started suffering from similar things. I heard the story of a priest who was exercising star jumps. No, it was. It wasn't. He was. He was. Actually, That's such a dad. Jake. It was. I have children. Well then, um, I'm wearing my dad bracelet. Um, I'm a super dad. <laughs> hey, kids! Super duper. Um, uh, he was performing an exorcism on a woman, and guess what happened? She. He got. He, sta- he started getting all these weird messages, and um, he in a movie we watched where it was like the little boy was possessed and then like the boyfriend's like oh sorry the sister's boyfriend was like was really... that the one with denzel washington in it? and he was on death row at the end from doing all the murders and then he went into her yeah so no he went into so like the boyfriend was like take me take me like leave him alone leave him alone and then ah. he started possessed and then i think he killed somebody um, and then he was in jail and they were like trying to figure out um, if it's real. Like, mm. It's just slowly piecing yeah. to my brain. And then it was like a witch doing something. 
Maybe I'm crossing movies now. Anyway. Oh, is that whenever they went into the under the, like a, the basement and it was all wooden? Yes. And then there was and an altar was, down there? Yes. What was that? That's what I'm trying to figure out. If anyone in the Patreon peeps know what we're talking about, what movie is that? Someone was possessed. Someone was, it was a little boy who was possessed. And then the, the sister's boyfriend was like, take me, leave me alone. So it went into him. And then they went to like this, this, like a wooden town. house. And it was near a river. They were in like a and country it was, and town. And they were saying something about the river someone. under the water, under the house or something like that. It was the water. The, but anyway, it turned out it was like some crazy. Is that Insidious or a Conjuring movie? I'm thinking I think it, it might a be. Conjuring movie. Because then they got the Warrens to come and help prove that he was innocent and that he was actually possessed. Mm. My brain's going, mm. it's like yeah. five steps behind. Do you want to do your anyway, one? Yes, I can do mine. No, no, no. So. Hey, everyone. I'm just going to pause today's episode for a moment. I hope you're enjoying it. It sounds super interesting. If you're enjoying this podcast and you're thinking, hey, how could I support this show? Then the best way to do that is to jump over to Patreon and become one of my patrons where you'll get access to additional content, videos, bonus episodes of Ritual with Amy Harvey, that is me, learning tools to help you on your witchy path and special discounts to my online store, rosongcottage.com. Take it away, voiceover guy. That's right. Simply head to patreon.com forward slash Cottage to get all the goodies and support your favorite podcast in the entire world, Ritual with Amy Harvey. Now, back to the show. I'm also doing a well-known story, <clears throat> but I thought we would talk about it properly because you need to have a well-known one. Mm-hmm. I'm doing the conjuring the devil made me do it yes that's it the devil made me do it nice one iphone thank you <laughs> um so i'm going to be doing is it siri is that who it is siri her name's iphone <gasps> hey siri siri's <laughs> <laughs> uh, talking to me now i'm not talking to you okay um i'm doing the amityville possession Amity- amityville Am- amityville 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 horror house ryan reynolds ryan reynolds but the real version so obviously everyone's aware you should be aware there's a movie called the amityville horror with ryan reynolds but there's also another one with josh brolin plays ryan reynolds character and then there's an original one that's the original one really yeah um everyone kind of knows it's very famous so I'm going to talk about what actually happens, like the real version, because it is based on a true story and the house does in fact exist. Um, so we are going to go back in time to uh, 1974. Um, and we are going to hang out with the DeFeo family. They live in... 112 Ocean Avenue, Amityville, Long Island. Uh, beautiful house. It's a Dutch colonial style house. It's got a pool. It's got a boathouse. It's right on the canal. It's a beautiful house. Cut to Ronald DeFeo Jr. killing his entire family. 
You just spoil. No, by no, the no. way, spoiler alert. There. No, this is not who we're talking about. Okay. We will come back to him. But Ronald Feo Jr. killed his entire family. So that included his dad, his mother, his wife, and his three kids. So it was pretty messy. Um, he was found walking into a pub nearby going, I think they're dead. I think they're dead. Um, and then people went to his house and found that, in fact, the whole family was dead. He was sent to jail. He was convicted of murder, but we'll come back to him later on. So <clears throat> then we go to um, 1975. So this is only a year later, and we have got the Lutz family. Uh, so that consists of uh, George and Kathleen or Kathy and her three kids. So he's their step stepdad. Mm-hmm. Um, her three kids are Daniel. Christopher and Missy and their dog Harry mm-hmm. and they are house hunting and they find this beautiful house on 112 Ocean Avenue Amityville and they think it's great and perfect and it's really really cheap mm. way cheaper than all the other houses in the area that's because of the murder and-, and they thankfully the real estate agent said just so you know there was a murder in the house uh a year ago and they were, they kind of like thought about it for a little bit and they said, you know what, that's fine. What would you do? If I found out what kind of murder it was, I would not be moving into that house unless uh, unless thing. you can get someone in to go in and bless it. But after hearing this story, I don't think that's enough. Can I raise something? Please. That I think about. I wouldn't say often, just every okay. night, whenever we're talking, we're like, no, um, is that, yes, I understand that, especially if you go, it's a year ago and a guy went ballistic and murdered mm. his whole family, you'd be like, fuck, that's horrible. I don't want to be around that sort of negative energy and God knows what's been left behind. But when you think about it, you know, where your house is right now, it could have been a battleground hundreds totally. of years ago, thousands of years ago. Um, there's probably animals that have been slaughtered you know on or near your property there's you know um crimes there's death all around us. yeah like you know there's been what does what Carl Sagan say there's been in in our in our existence there's been like a billion a billion humans oh sorry I, um more than that. No, 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 like a, tr- a trillion or something like that, humans yeah. that have lived or something like that. It was some ridiculous. And you go, well, there has to be, there, there'd be totally. everywhere. So I get it. And I understand that one. Uh, because it's, and then it's in the house, it's in the walls, it's in all well, that kind of jazz. Now. So they they accepted the house and said yes. And then, you just ignore what I said. No, and you just continue. No, no, no. I just want to make sure that you're listening. Because when they moved in, all their furniture was still there which oh, I have right, a okay. massive problem with yeah. because any kind of like psychic development that you do, you learn that objects hold energy. And I would be burning the shit out of that furniture. Mm. There is absolutely no way I would move into the house with their furniture still in place mm. because they bought the house and they got this like, you can get all the furniture for $400. And they were like, yeah, cool. That sounds great. No, it fucking doesn't. It does not sound great at all. I don't want it. I want you to oh, take it. I really it. love like, this blotchy red carpet. I know. It's great. 
why would you want that? Dead people were like residing on that. Like it just, and a crazy person would sit on that couch and like, there's no way in hell I would be keeping anything in that house. I would be painting it. I would be stripping the floorboards. Like, to be honest, the house does look, if you've ever seen the actual house, it does. Beautiful. I think it's creepy as fuck looking. It's, uh, it's, it's beautiful on the outside, but fuck that, that house. That shape of it. So anyway, yes, they decided to move in. And on, on December 18th, they moved in and lived with all their furniture. And so then a friend came over and they immediately felt really wrong in the house. And they said to them, you need to get this house blessed. Like people have died in this house. You need to get it blessed. There's something yucky in this house. And um, both George and Kathy weren't like spiritual people, but <clears throat> they were like, you know what? Let's just do it. What harm is there? Um, and they got Father Ray to come in to bless the house. Now, looking in all the notes, his name changed a lot because, again, he uh, it's for privacy reasons, um, but often he's called Father Ray. So he comes over um, just as George and Kathy. So all of this happens in a very short span of time. Mm-hmm. Um, Father Ray comes over as George and Kathy were unpacking. And so he goes inside to begin blessing. And whilst he began to sprinkle holy water and pray, he heard a deep masculine voice say, get out. Mm -hmm. And he left the house and he didn't tell them what had happened. (laughs) He didn't tell them. He just left. Is that not like. Hey, guys. I'm I'm sorry. Aren't you a priest? Shouldn't you have some kind of like. I don't know, ethical desire to say, hey, your house talked to me, <laughs> just so you know. I think, um, remember in Scary Movie when um, it was, ah, um, oh, shit, he played, the, he played the priest. I think it's um, the guy who plays Becker, Ted Danson. He's the priest, and he goes over and he goes, I'm blessing it, and he goes, as he's blessing it, you Good. Uh, and he goes, fuck this. And he just grabs it That's and just runs off. And they're like, what's going what he, And he just goes, essentially what he did. Just drives off. Um, I would be the same, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is fuck not this. my problem. Um, so that was, like, <laughs> that was on December 18th. But on December 24th, Merry Christmas Eve, everyone, Father Ray called George and advised him that he needs to stay out of the second floor room, like bedroom. Because, Who does? Um, everyone. Who told? He was speaking to George, the husband. After he ran away. On December 24th. He called him on Christmas Eve and said, hey. Oh, by the way, I just remembered. George, um... <laughs> um, don't go in the second floor I just, bedroom I just... because I heard a voice tell me to get out. Um, and I feel like Merry Christmas. <laughs> I feel like maybe you shouldn't go in there. Um, but as he was telling him to not go in there, the phone cut out and they lost power. And he couldn't actually tell them anything. Yeah. Now, just to make this even creepier, that room was where the two sons slept. Uh, who were murdered. Mm-hmm. So that was, yeah. 
I know, I know, I feel really uncomfortable. So anyway. Uh, I should have put the salt lamp on. Oh, any, I know. Oh, it is on. Um, so after his visit to the house, Father Ray came down with this crazy fever and he actually developed blisters on his hands right in the middle, similar to stigmatas, mm. which is a little bit creepy. Mm. Um, and so then we go to mid-January and another attempt was made to bless the house. So Father Ray is back trying to bless the house. And he goes, oh, by the way, another thing happened. And um, this would be the last night they stay in this house. So the Lutz family refused to give any details of what happened that night, saying it was so terrifying that they they didn't even want to speak about it. And they literally left on January 14th. The whole family left and they didn't even pack. They just left all their stuff and they never went back in. And so over the years, um, and no one knew, like they just, they would not speak a word for years and years. And so over time, some of the family members started to talk mm. about what had happened. So Kathy, the mum, said that she had levitated. She woke up and she was levitating and she kept seeing glowing red eyes everywhere she went and she would have vivid dreams about all the murders in the house. Fuck. George said he would wake up every single night at 3.15, which was the time that they were murdered. Um, Missy had acquired a strange imaginary friend similar to one of the kids that were murdered and it was said that Danny had experienced bodily possession so Danny was one of the boys um what about the dog was he scared I think he was okay he was a Labrador so Um, there was also said that there was a manifestation of this demon-like person that with half its head blown off um, that kept appearing around the house. So is the Lutz's family the ones that Ryan Reynolds' family played? I think so. And Melissa George? Yeah. Melissa I George? actually can't. I was going to look at what his character was. No, I think, sorry, no, he was based on the actual murderer. No. Yeah, he was. He didn't, he didn't kill them? I thought he killed them. No. No, no, no. I no, can't no. remember. I, I no, because remember they all up. they just they they left and then um they must they must be the Lutz then. And they were all happy about it. Um, and then they also kept finding like this green goo around the house, which immediately makes me think of Ghostbusters. Um, but I've also heard that when you see, like that goo is to do with like really horrible energy manifesting in it's like the smell. So. Um, there you go. Melissa George. They, they play the Lutz family. Yeah, the Lutz family. Cool. Um, so part two, the Warrens enter. Everyone knows the Warrens. Think of the conjuring. Think of any Annabelle, any spooky thing they seem to any be Jason around. Um, so the Warrens uh, went in to investigate the home and they actually labeled it diabolically infested. Whoa. Yep. So let's go to Ronald. Ronald was the, Ronald Jr. was the guy who murdered his whole family. Um, and so he killed his father, his um, mother, 
his wife and his children. Apparently he had a really bad relationship with his dad, but he was said to absolutely love his mom, love his wife, love his kids. Um, And so it was very bizarre that he did something like that. It's like Mm. no one could really figure out why he would do that. Um, The weird thing was that every one of them was found lying face down on their bed and they had all been shot in the head with a shotgun. Um, The other weird thing about it Mm. is that the shotgun didn't have a silencer on it. So they go, how come if they were all in different rooms that no one heard the shotgun go off and also the neighbours didn't hear it either? And, like, it's not just one, like, it's six Mm. over and over and over and a shotgun's very loud. So Mm. how come no one in the family heard and no one in the um, street heard and also, like, they were all shot in their homes I'm sorry, not their homes, their beds. Like there wasn't blood all over the house. There wasn't really blood anywhere. Mm. It was just where they had been shot. <clears throat> and so it was just, it was just very bizarre. And apparently, like talking to him, like he actually died in custody. Um, which like when you read about like demonic possessions and stuff, often that happens is because the person just become so worn down that they <clears throat> they die their body can't sustain mm. holding this like energy anymore um and they actually haven't disclosed how he died just that he died in custody um and the warrens believe that he was actually possessed and that's why he killed his family um because as soon as they went into the house they just said straight away that there was something horrible mm. in there and that's why that's what happened to him yes so freaky yes and, all, and <laughs> he could have died as well because it left him like the work yeah. was done so uh, they left him with nothing left uh, yeah that's a bit weird about the face down thing i didn't know that yeah i know it's almost like Oh, sorry. And there was one thing they took. So the Warrens took a photo. Mm. You may have seen this photo before, but it is fucking freaky. Um, so oh, I've seen that. That's the Amityville house. Uh, shit. I'm going to show the screen. So that's the photo. And if you zoom in over here, whoop, that's Poet. You can see two little eyes of a little boy and that room is the boy's room. That is the room that they told them not to go in. And that was a little boy creeping out, seeing who the Warrens were. And that is a real photo that they took. Uh, As soon as I saw that, I felt very uncomfortable. Mm. I'll post it on my Instagram for people that aren't watching this. Um, so you can see what we're talking about, but it's very, very disturbing to look at. Um, hence why I was so freaked out writing all this stuff today. I mean, I knew that story. That <clears throat> was one of my favorite films whenever it came out, but it absolutely terrified the children of me. It's really scary. And the fact that the house, so I looked up the house actually, cause I wanted to see, does anybody live in the house? And mm. people do. Um, and it's been sold and bought maybe three times since the Lutz family, 
always um, cheap, but people do own it now. And I wonder if, I'm a if anyone going on. Well, if anyone lives in there or do you know has anyone else experienced anything similar or did they buy it because it's like like a famous house? Well, I was going to say. Just, it's kind of like a collectible, but they don't go anywhere near it or. Mm. I was going to say, pardon the pun, you'd make a killing as uh, an Airbnb for like, you know, people like ghost hunters and oh that that want to go and stay there. Would you go in that house? And I'd go alone. Or like with, with a mate. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to go with my family. I wouldn't go alone. No, but like with a mate though. I wouldn't want to go with my family. What if? Oh, no, I wouldn't want you to go with the family. That's bad history. With yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, I'd, I'd go. Surely you'd be all nah. right, wouldn't you? I wouldn't go. No way. No? No. Nah. Nah, I won't go either. Mm-mm. We'll just go to the shops. <laughs> Instead, no, I'm my follow up story is gonna. It's like a, it's a pretty tough act to follow. It was a pretty, I got goosebumps. I mean, we're all used to that. So, that's um, okay, this is a story of a woman called Pat Redding. No, mm. Pat, or is it Reading? It's Redding, uh, lived in Litchfield, Connecticut, um, with her daughter, and now. Pat was a fairly normal woman. There was nothing strange or startling about her um, in regards to like, she, she, I don't think she was particularly overly religious or anything like that. Um, but she started to get these sort of um, symptoms. She was a single mother. She had a, a, a young daughter. And she woke up in the middle of the night one night and her bed sheets were stained with blood and her back was covered in deep scratches and she obviously was a bit um you know confused and alarmed um but she put it down to the fact that i don't know maybe she had been tossing and turning in her sleep had a bad night's sleep and done it almost to herself so from there things got pretty hardcore um she started to hear voices in the house um, and her, the wounds in her back reopened after they had sort of healed a bit. Um, and then she woke up and realized that patches of her hair were gone. So her hair, her her, her, her. her So hair. it's like, <laughs> like so there'd been there'd been chunks of her oh ripped God. out. Um, so there was like you know blood and scabby bits on her on her head. Um. And she was like, well, it wasn't her daughter because her daughter was too young at the time. Um, there, there's two two different stories I read. One, their daughter was six and one, their daughter was like, um, you know, young, like 12, 11, sort of. Yeah. But she was basically just saying, um, you know, there was no way that her daughter could have done it. So she went to the doctor to get a check. And um, the doctor was like, well, obviously she's having some sort of psychotic episode. And they went sent her to a psychic, 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 psychiatric uh, hospital. And they did all these, ran all these tests on her. And they basically went, "This woman is completely sane. She's there's nothing wrong with her. She's got no history of um, drug abuse, you know, hallucinations, um, alcohol abuse. There's nothing, and that's what I mean by there's nothing strange or startling about her. It's like she was perfectly a normal woman who just was all of a sudden hearing voices, uh, hearing whispering." 
uh, and being, uh, you know, essentially beaten up and abused in her inner sleep. So um, they, even when she was at the asylum, they strapped her down because um, they thought that she was obviously doing it to herself and it was self-inflicted. Um, but they realized that the wounds on her back were getting worse, mm. even though she was strapped <laughs> to the bed. And then she became really agitated and really like almost feral. So um, they called in, get this, a team of 16 different priests Jesus. Uh, to perform exorcisms on this woman, this poor woman. Um, and nothing affected her in any way. Nothing made her better. Uh, in fact, she got worse. She started to deteriorate. Um, and uh her daughter was eventually handed over to child protection services. Um, and she eventually died of um, cancer. But she was still possessed at this point. How long was she in there for? Uh, a, a, a while. Again, there's very conflicting information. One one said that um, she died under mysterious circumstances. But, you know, the other one said that she died of, um, uh, I think, bowel cancer. Um, but up until she was dead she was still hearing voices she was still getting thrown around oh, like the, even the daughter's reports where she her she watched the exorcism but she also watched her mom uh get um like jerked back and forth around the room um with nothing around her oh my god so she watched so this this entity you know abuse her mommy right in front of her and um you know, she's left with the the scars of that as well. But then she watched her mummy go through it until she died, which and then died of existence. and then died of cancer. I wonder if that was like um, having something so rotten inside you that it literally like grows, probably rotten growths on and you. A hor- and what a horrible thing to do that to somebody that had already been through so much. Fuck. Yeah. That's really sad. That poor woman. I know. There's there's a lesson for you guys. Don't get don't possessed. Get possessed. Just don't. Like, don't, cool. do don't like don't do it. Don't like don't do it. It's not. Don't a be thing. like I know what I want for Christmas. Don't do it. It's not a vibe. It's definitely not. A vibe. <laughs> it's nothing that you'd want to do on a Saturday night. Um, it just wouldn't happen. That's why we say you shouldn't do Ouija boards. Ouija boards. Ouija. Ouija. Isn't that how you say them? Ouija board. <laughs> because it's, it's ends in an A. No, I know, but it's like the, the it's A like, is that. It's like I'll just pretend and make it up. <laughs> the A is actually an I. It's a Ouija board. I swear I'm not the only person that says Ouija board. I know you're not, <laughs> but people also say espresso when they order a coffee. I thought of another one. Yeah, you know what really like mm. bugs me, mm. and this is no offense to people from Queensland, all right. Shit. But we here in Victoria say new, and they say new. Ah, uh, yeah. And that bugs me so mm. much. Like, I know it. I just bought a new pair of shoes. That's no, very true. My cousin you says that. Bought a new pair of shoes. Because new isn't a word. And it really annoys me when... This is, this is why you're so busy. You've got <laughs> things happening. You've got things to worry about and stress about. I uh. don't like it. <laughs> and I am sorry if you say that. 
I but love you are wrong. A new what? No, what's that other I one? I didn't do all along. No, no you didn't. No, you didn't. You knew. No, what's that one? Oh, it happens all the time, and we always pick up on it. And it's the same kind of thing. Brought and bought. It's a funny one. Yeah. I brought. <laughs> I I brought some new shoes. You go, where? Where'd you, <laughs> where'd you bring them? There is another. And they one go like no that. at the shops. It's <sighs> something like that. There's something. There's something very abnormal about that, especially espresso, and to the point where people <laughs> call stupid. People call their cafes like express espresso something or other and it's like no it's espresso really an espresso martini it's not espresso what you want a martini is it really quick? quickly and it's in italy no you don't it's espresso oh the other one's pho like you know the the soup that just makes me think of modern family yeah am i pronouncing that correctly is it pho or is it pho? Uh, i don't know i'm from chicago um <laughs> But uh, you know, because they people write like F P H O like fur, but they write it and then they write S H O W like fo, but they write it like faux show, and they'll have like fur. But so it should be should be fur, but they write it as if it's if it's faux. Who's writing like that? Businesses people call their businesses faux show, and that was an example. It was a it was a bad <laughs> example, but it was an example nonetheless. Anyway, people play on the word as if it sounds like faux, but it's not. It's fur. What were we originally talking about? The Amityville. No, no. the woman. Pat. Mm, no, we moved on. Don't get her. possessed. Don't get possessed. It's not on. It's not cool. Oh, yeah. Ouija boards. Ouija. Because. Ouija. Because you don't know who you're going to be calling in. A majority of the time. It's not going to be like this cool, like, angel who wants to give you a high five. It's not going to be like Robin Williams coming in to share a few laughs. No, it's going to be some whacked out. Like Hitler. Demon who goes, I knew you were going to do that. Oh, a Queensland they Hitler. Would, they would talk like that. He, he was from Queensland. Surely, Hitler. Yeah, why? Because he talks like, he says no. Hitler. <laughs> So confused right now. You know, we should just end this. I think we've all learned that Patty's jokes are not funny and no one understands them. I've done three Melbourne comedy festivals, all right? Sell out shows. Sell out shows. You can do them. doesn't mean they're funny. Sell out shows. It was a long time. I haven't done another one, though, have you? Nah, not for a while. Mm -hmm. Been busy. Why? We can talk about this after, all right? Um, We need to discuss. So, so that was creepy, and I don't want to talk about them ever again. No, I want to do another conspiracy theories. Yeah, we need to do another one. We've got so many. Mm. I think we're turning a little bit crazy. Yeah, I really want to do the ice wall one. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about with that. I want to um, do the Egyptians. Patreons who are listening, tell me your conspiracy theory that you want to talk about the most go and we'll wait for your comments well we can have a wait. go go we, well we can we can chat to them after no i'm just saying while we're here no i know but we can we can chat to them after end we, the episode can, then we can have we a can chat we can do both group chat we can do but we can do bye um how have you been by the way have you been well? oh yeah we didn't even talk about ourselves tonight have you been well 
Yeah. Oh, you know, I've, I've been good. We just finished school holidays. Mm. Um, and I'm feeling my mental spoons are gone. Mm. There's no spoons for no spoons left. Not I'm even a sport. Very depleted. I think having two kids who are fully abled plus a baby who's not and needs you for everything mm. plus like a business and life. Mm. It's a lot feeling it a lot, but all good are you happy though like i mean you're happy with happy. your life choices and whatnot yeah why why does this always happen where i have to say yes i'm happily married to you we can talk about this after we will i want to hear more about the ice wall mm, mm. yeah i don't actually yeah. know that much about the ice wall because you tell me about it but i'm intrigued because it it blows my mind that there's this stuff Why going on. Would they sign an agreement that nobody goes there? What is beyond the ice wall? Why is no one allowed to go there? Also, interestingly, uh, whenever they made maps in the 1500s and 1600s, they were adapting these maps from maps that were made five, ten thousand years before that, five, uh, a few thousand years before that. Antarctica was on those maps. Who's doing maps then? How do they know what the world looked like? There was people down there mapping out Antarctica. the birds told them with all their little cameras. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, That's ridiculous. It's insane. Oh, and also I want to do one um, about uh, mud floods. So um, ah, there's this whole thing. It's, It's actually brilliant. But... It's like when you look back at the oh, 1800s and you see these very yeah, ornate yes. buildings and they go, who made those then? And the world's fairs, like they made these really ornate um, structures and buildings in a space of like, you know, six to 12 months. And then they ripped them all down. But they looked, they were like elaborate sort of cities. Mm. Uh, and they're like, who's who's doing this? Whenever, like it takes how long to build a, a house. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty awesome. And they're saying that it wasn't made, it was discovered all the all the buildings i want to do from the last people did the royal family kill princess die because there's some pretty interesting evidence to say that they did i don't know this woman um also is britney dead no she's not Mm? no she's not she's dancing up a storm in her weird looking lonely house you think that but it looks like it's AI drawing her because people slow down the footage and it's like her eyes are all weird and things are out of place and contorted. And there's green screens and all this kind of stuff. I don't know about that. Do but- you know, it's funny though, because conspiracy theories I got like, uh, there's one, you know, people talk about, and when I looked up possessions and they were talking about Beyonce and Sasha Fierce, and they're like, she's possessed. Oh, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. It's an alter, it's a stage ego. It's a, well, it's no, a, she is, um, she's a reptilian. The of, she's the head of the Illuminati with Jay Z. Yes, all that, but it's a stage presence. Yeah, I knew that. And then there was one where it had, oh, this is someone being possessed on stage, and it was Nelly, and he was singing in slow motion, and he kept looking up. <laughs> and then I went, I'm like, that's a bit of a reach. I know. Some <laughs> of them are a bit stupid. Mm, mm, mm. Um, but I'm glad you've been well. Avril and Melissa. Who's Melissa? Oh, Melissa is Avril. 
Avril's dad. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Yes, mm, yes. Mm, he was mm, like mm. her stand-in to like get the paparazzi mm. off her thing. And yes. Another good a good one. And uh, if you ever, if you have the time, you want to watch it, a film that was released years ago called Bubba Hotep. Um, and it's a it's this, like a Star Wars character. It's this film where the real Elvis just couldn't hack being famous. And um, he lives in this old old person's home yeah um in like albuquerque or something like that uh and the real he watched the real elvis's career sort of skyrocket and then he died um that's a really good one but and yeah michael the, jackson as well did we talk about him that he's still alive uh yeah yeah, yeah. there's some weird things about yeah. that that i actually think that he is because i was yeah me like, too no he's not but no now me I'm too like... the avril levine one's funny because there was one i saw about paul mccartney as well <clears throat> That he's dead. No, and this he the the re- and I went. I immediately went. That's bullshit because he looks. He is the exact same person. Yeah. Mm, uh, Joe Biden's wearing a mask. Of himself. He's wearing a mask of himself. Yes. No. There's a whole thing. There's a CIA whistleblower woman who's written a book, and she said <laughs> I was in the president's office with X, Y, and Z. These all these people. Um and um she was talking to the president and the president was going blah blah blah, blah and talking to this person as if they didn't know them and they said sir it's me and he, they took the mask off and because they've got this technology that's like incredible with um uh uh prosthetics and stuff right and then there was like clips of joe biden over in ireland recently and he yeah. had scratched his neck and there was like this big sort of almost clump of why would he wear a mask of himself? No, it's not him. It's someone else. Oh. <laughs> Hold on a minute. I'm just going to put on a mask of myself. Wouldn't he put on oh. a mask to make him look better? He looks more like I shit. Like, that's the stupidest thing. Or haunted, or haunted places, places like Edinburgh. Sem- I haven't heard about Edinburgh. Cemetery? Edinburgh. That's hard to say. The Edinburgh Cemetery. You say it. The Edinburgh Cemetery. Aren't we great? Okay. <laughs> you go and get yourself an espresso. So I have not heard about the Edinburgh Cemetery and its hauntings, but I can only imagine that somewhere like Edinburgh would be extremely haunted given its history. Mm. But also it makes me go, is it haunted by Jamie Fraser? Or William Wallace. Like, remember in the first episode where his ghost was standing looking up at Claire in the window? Oh, yeah. That's what I think of immediately. I've been well as well. Um, I've been doing all right. Anyway. How are you, Patty? I'm all right. How have you been feeling? I'm all right. You know, three kids. Whoa. Um, Late nights, early mornings. Um, so many early mornings and then and then just you know the usual stuff trying to keep you happy it's difficult that's a full-time job <laughs> in itself it's like having a newborn <laughs> um no i'm good i'm good i'm happy i'm happy and i'm uh looking forward to all the goodness that is coming you know what we haven't even talked about go sarwin which is why we're here in the first place 
Well, we did tell like scary oh, stories, no, yeah, but yeah. it was for Salwyn, yep. which is in a couple of days. It is. And I'm very excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Salwyn's always a fun one mm-hmm. because it's spooky and yes. very witchy and magical. We'd, we'd always do a good job of it, though. Like we that. do. What were we saying? We're going to do some divination stuff. Yes. I want to do some divination. We're going to do some Ouija boards. No, we're absolutely no, we're not, not going to do that. We're not. Ironically, though, you give... You put them in your... They're pendulum boards to talk to your pendulum, not to talk to freaky demons. Didn't you write Ouija on it? No. Oh. Pronounce Ouija. Squeegee. <laughs> Squeegee. Um, so uh, we, we're going to... Well, well, we want to do a dumb supper, but at the same time, I don't know if the kids will the kids allow that. Last about four, we'll yell and the kids will talk. So I think maybe Amy and I will just play I dumb. Be, I would after. love a dumb supper because it would just be nice to be silent mm, it was for good. a little while. It was good. Remember last night? I was like, can we just have a bit of silence? And there was like a minute of just nothing. And I looked at Amy and went, oh, my gosh. All you could hear was clink, clink, clink. And then you heard, don't like it. I'm like, okay, that's done. <laughs> um, so uh, I think we're going to do that, that. And then obviously put out a plate. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like so I lost an uncle recently in Ireland uh, a few weeks ago. So I would, I'm, um, I'm hoping that maybe, um, he wants to, to say hello. Say hello, yeah. Um, and um, then we'll have a nice wee meal of some sorts. I'm making pumpkin pie. That's right. Sorry. Past my bedtime. Pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie, which I've never made. I actually made it one time, and it was horrendously bad um did you yeah i like way back like when we were first going out um it was really bad and and yet i stayed um so i'm gonna make that which will be fun um Hmm. and yeah i'm excited i'm excited to do some some divination stuff don't forget Um, to put your protections up everyone oh thanks Cass. thank you um but yes, so that's us. Yee. Um, I, I had something to say, but now I can't remember because I can't remember anything at the moment. Um. Well, um. Should we should we wrap up the episode of possessions so. there? Yeah. Um. Let's say I'm not going to sleep tonight. Me me. Um. Thank you so much for having me, Amy. Thank mm-hmm. you for being here, Patrick. So I appreciate you. That's what I was going to say. I do appreciate you. Um, I was kind of talking about this the other day on Instagram, um, just about the podcast and, oh, that wind is crazy out there. Brings out the PTSD living in the hills with the crazy storms. Um, I was saying that. um, Stay, Cass. I was saying, what was I saying? I get so easily distracted. Um, yes. You said so you appreciate that, me. I appreciate you. Yep. And so with the podcast, obviously at the moment, there's just like so much going on with a new baby and trying to juggle. And I would really love to be um, as consistent as I was last year when baby was in utero. Um <laughs> But I'm just finding that it is very difficult for me to kind of keep up with everything. And I put a lot of pressure on myself to make sure I do. And I don't want to just like bung something together for the sake of doing it because I want things to actually be 
good and mm. funny and mm. entertaining and helpful and all of that. So um, I have just said, and I said the other day that the podcast isn't going anywhere, but there, the consistency may be kind of a bit sporadic at the moment um, just because I am juggling a little bit and there's like some big picture stuff mm. I'm wanting to do. Um which will ultimately hopefully give me more time to do podcast stuff. Yeah. Um, so yes, when especially as well when Poet starts to become a bit more um predictable with his sleeping and um day schedule, I'll I'll know when I can do stuff. But for now, the podcast isn't going anywhere, but it may not be as consistent as it yeah. was. Um, but I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. So just if, yeah, I'm not up every week or second week, it doesn't mean it's not going to happen. It just means it's going to be a surprise. It'll be there soon. Yeah. If, if you know, I if have, something's going to get done, you want to do it. Properly. You want to do it properly and well. And I have some cool people coming on for interviews yes. actually soon, which I'm booking. Really in. good ones. Um, A lot of them are actually not in this country. Um, So I need to figure out times and stuff. But they're really cool. They're actually really cool people. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a, a clue, if you're a pod, a witchy podcast listener, you may have heard this person before. Mm. They're not from Australia. They're from somewhere else. But they are Huge. very comfy and cozy. Mm. Mm. Um, but there's some cool, like, authors who are going to be on and other witches and all that. So there's cool stuff coming. Um, but thank you so much for everyone that wrote to me with like supportive, loving messages as well. Um, I really appreciate it. Yeah. And too. that's it. That's all I have to say. It was lovely to meet you, Amy. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I will, you, I'm going to, I'm going to, well, we're going to go and I probably won't be on the next episode. Will I? Because no, I think next one will be somebody else or it'll just be me. Yeah, take some time to yourself. Um, Sick of you. Thank you so much for having me. Um, Thank you for sharing possessions with me. And I will see you. Don't get possessed. So don't, it's not worth it. It's not cool. And I will see you soon. Bye. Adios, muchachos.